Hello, my name is Michal Kahl, and today I will address the question, does your personality help or hinder your leadership effectiveness? Firstly, I believe it is important for us to define what we mean by leadership effectiveness. Often when we think of leadership, the great man view of leadership comes to mind. The perfect leader at the top of the org leading the way, almost seen as a hero. Traditionally, and in the words of Fayel 1917, the principles of what is meant to be an effective leader includes authority, hierarchy, and discipline. However, as Mac et al. 2015 states, today we live in a VUCA world. The challenges today, according to Ferrazzi 2020, are less about technical and more about adaptive challenges. There's no better example than the global pandemic. We are faced with adaptive challenges such as remote working, isolation, mental health, and resilience. According to Heifetz, 1994, adaptive challenges are problems that require new learning and innovation. In the words of Ancona et al, 2007, it's time to end the myth of the complete leader, the flawless person at the top who's got it all figured out. To solve our problems in a VUCA world, no one leader has all the answers. Leadership is a shared responsibility. And according to Ancona and Blackman, 2015, is distributed across the organization, regardless of position or title. This is also supported by Ferrazzi's 2020 leadership model, Leading Without Authority. In his view, leadership is about leading through others. It is about harnessing diversity of thinking and building quality relationships built on trust. It is about creating the right environment where people can learn, innovate and thrive. I argue that effective leadership today needs to be based on principles tied to qualities such as humility and empathy. In relation to my personality, for this podcast, I will focus on the Big Five personality assessment as it has strong reliability and validity. My results show I'm very high on openness and agreeableness. Being high in openness means I'm creative, open to new ideas, taking risks and changing my mind. I pride myself on being a learner and not a knower. I demonstrate humility by admitting mistakes and admitting I do not have all the answers. When I do this, my team has shared feedback that I make them feel safe to share ideas and to learn from mistakes. According to Hugh et al. 2018, leaders who demonstrate humility create psychological safety in teams. According to Edmondson 2018, psychological safety is where the team feels safe to learn and to take risks without fear. In Edmondson's research, she found that safety was key in promoting learning, innovation, and employee engagement. This is further supported by research by Google, a project called Aristotle, which found that psychological safety was the most powerful predictor of team effectiveness. Being high in agreeableness means that I can connect easily with others and develop relationships based on warmth and empathy. Feedback received from my team is that they trust me and I'm very approachable. Research on empathy and kindness supports what I have found in my own personal experience. Frey and Morris, 2020, found that empathy was a key component for building trust. Otaki, 2006, also found relationships between kindness, happiness and motivation to perform. The happier people felt, the better they performed. There is also research by Golden Biddle et al., 2012, that shows that when people feel cared for, they are also better able to deal with change and ambiguity. They are more adaptable. However, there is a downside to being high in agreeableness. In my sensitivity to how others feel, I'm more reluctant to give negative feedback and I prefer to avoid conflict. 
This can have consequences when dealing with dominant people. I may give up on ideas that I know are important and valuable. I have noticed avoidance of conflict has negative impacts for me personally. I can get hooked into feelings of regret and can be quite hard on myself after difficult encounters. Avoidance of conflict can also have negative repercussions for the well-being of my team. This viewpoint is evidenced by research from Fielder, Lewis and Yarker 2011, who found that leaders who avoid conflict contribute to higher levels of stress within their teams. For me to be the best leader I can be, self-awareness is key to help me navigate my strengths and weaknesses and to help me continuously improve. Taking psychometric assessments such as the Big Five are useful ways to build self-awareness and knowledge of who I am. Getting regular feedback from people at all levels is also very important in helping me to raise awareness of blind spots. Research by Goldman and Boyatzi 2017 showcases the power of self-awareness in the field of emotional intelligence. Effective leadership starts from the inside out. In conclusion, I believe the rules of the game have changed. There is no such thing as the hero leader. Today, leadership resides in us all. It is less about pyramids, hierarchy and titles, and more about networks and distribution of leaders, regardless of title, across the organisation. It is an exciting place to be, and we all have the potential to make a meaningful difference.